Hello everybody and welcome back to the b Podcast. This is episode 80. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. And I'm your other host, Brody. And we're back. Consistency, everyone. What is that? Yes. What? We're doing good. We're on a roll. Yeah. Um, hopefully there'll be a poll out for next week. Um, I'll put it up after we're done recording this tonight. Um, if I remember. Or, you know, the next day. Whenever I actually if get Facebook around to works. Yeah, if, yeah, if Facebook fucking actually worked for once. Um, thanks for the support on the first few episodes back. For those of you who have listened, or at least, you know, um, interacted with the posts. I've seen the engagement a little bit on Twitter, and a bit on Facebook. You got engaged? Yes. Okay. Sorry to hear that. I was already married off a while ago, remember? Yeah. I'm sure it worked. I didn't start the timer. Oops. Time the starter. <laughs> the starter's late, I'll tell you that much. Um, so <laughs> last week we kind of had a catch-up episode, and this week um, we kind of just decided on this episode. Uh, we were talking about it on our first episode back a couple weeks ago. Um, that we kind of just talk about a like stories that... Um, you know, our favorite stories between our friendship and, you know, if we have any other funny stories from other friendships, we can also kind of share those. Um, but first, how's it going, Brody? How you doing? Good. Good. It was a nice long weekend, that's for sure. Got to catch up on some sleep, enjoy some gaming, and then get back into the swing of work. Mm-hmm. And it's getting colder now, we were just mentioning before the podcast. It's, uh... Yeah. It's nice and chilly in here. I don't know if you do, if you have been like caught up with the podcast, you would know that we moved in together and that the upstairs could be very warm, uh, to say the least. Mm-hmm. So it's a nice change that it's kind of colder. It's even, you know, um, thank you, Jaden. Um, <laughs> I just got the notification. Mm-hmm. I saw. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's almost cold now, you know. It's nice though. It's definitely a nice change. I'm more of a winter person, but not like a negative thirty-five winter person. See, like if it wasn't the ridiculous cold, the snow wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. When it gets like minus thirty-two, minus thirty-four, I'm like, yeah, no, that's okay. I would rather be somewhere completely not here. And then when it's really hot, you want to be somewhere where it's cold. It's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, You're other than that, it's satisfied. Got just over two weeks till my birthday. So that's, I guess, exciting. I don't know. Two weeks in one day. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Probably nothing, but. Because mm-hmm. my birthday is on a Tuesday. Yeah, it was pretty much like when we tried to do something for my birthday, and I was like, it's a weekday, who the fuck's gonna come over? Yeah, exactly, right? Maybe or just we'll have to party for the weekend. Yeah, party the weekend before. Yeah. How's it going with you? How's classes going so far? It's uh, interesting. Um, most of my classes are what they call asynchronous, so... You watch the videos of the lectures, and then you do the coursework. Um, there's not I only have one class that's actually in person, quote unquote in person. It's through like digital learning, but one class that I actually have to attend, I guess, um, which I didn't know about until like ten minutes after it started uh, <laughs> this past week. I didn't know the class started right at 9.25. Um, I thought it was one of those ones you watch the video, so I was going to wake up at like 10 and do them. And then I ended up getting spammed, uh, kind of like I am now. Um, I ended up getting spammed by... Um, just trying to turn notifications off. I got spammed by, by my social work group, and they were like, are you connected yet? Are you here yet? I'm connected. And I'm like, um, connected to what? Excuse me. Um, so I rolled out of bed and turned my computer on and we went to class. Yeah, that was my 
That was my Thursday, anyways. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely different. Um, especially since, like, a lot of people, you can tell who are, like, tech-savvy and who aren't. Some people were having a hell of a time just trying to get their mics to work and their webcams, and it was quite funny, honestly. Especially since, like, we both stream, so we both have the setup for it, so we're not really used to that sort of thing, but it was quite funny to watch people struggle. Yes, I laughed at you. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't. Wow, rude. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of all that's been new with me working a little bit on the side, and then just uh, sound like you're a stripper. Yeah, <laughs> working a bit on the side. <laughs> it's my side jobs. Um, but yeah, it's been busy still, so that's good, I guess. Depends who you ask. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, but no, today is kind of just all about some reminiscing, some story times of um, uh, since we met, and you know, if we have other stories, we can kind of jump in with those. Don't know where you want to start. Um, I don't know. Have we had any interesting like things happen here that we haven't talked about? I'm trying to remember. I mean, we could kind of talk about because we didn't really go in depth in the last uh, episode when we um, kind of did a catch-up episode. We didn't really go in depth. We can kind of talk about some stuff that we've had to deal with here. It doesn't matter, or we can just jump right into some stories. Yeah, um, so I got some fun ones planned. Oh, planned. Hmm. You want to jump in with one of those then? Sure. Um, this is a story from actually quite a while ago. I think it's four years ago now. When we and one of my, well, I guess, good friends at the time, he's still a friend now, um, we went to our first ever festival together. And so, sorry, Mom, but uh, we lied to both of our parents, saying that we had a hotel booked and we were going to be inside staying warm. And we didn't. <laughs> All of me and Lance... Okay, so... I'll see up ahead a little bit in the story here. So, we drive up to Cal... Like, we pack all of our... We pack, air quotes, it's me and Lance. So, two guys packing. I don't know what the fuck we're packing. So, we pack our clothes and whatnot, throw the tent in the trail... In, um, in his truck, and we're off to the festival grounds. So... Well, actually, not the festival grounds... We get to the next city and we get to the campsite. Um, we get the, get the tent popped up and then we go to look for our air mattresses. They're not there. Okay, whatever. Sleep on the ground. That's fine. Go to look for our blankets. Well, they're not there either. Shit. Okay. So <laughs> that's pretty much all the time we had. Uh, we did some pre-drinking there and went to our first day of I mean, whatever chasing summer. If you know what it is, cool. If not, then it doesn't matter to you. Um, so we have our first day, we go to our after party, we get really fucked up, and then we come back to the campsite, get even more fucked up, and then, (laughs) just the way that we had the tent set up, there was a dip in the middle, okay? So, um, through, like, the length, the horizontal way of the tent, so most of the tent was in this dip, so we, we try and sleep on opposite sides of the hill, but we both end up rolling into the middle of the hump. So me and him are like side by side in this little thing. And we wake up in the morning to snow on the ground and it being minus five in July. And we have no blankets, no air mattresses, just our clothes on our back we're sleeping in. We're just f- absolutely freezing. And so, you know, me and Lance being the smart people we are, we were drinking a lot back then. We're like, you know what? Might as well. We'll just drink to warm up. Mm-hmm. And so it's like nine o'clock in the morning, and we're both drunk already. <laughs> and so we have the hardest time because we're absolutely starving, and we didn't want to order pizza out there. Um, mm-hmm. So actually, I have two stories about chasing summer, so I can do the second one next here. Um, 
So we go into town and we're driving around looking for places to eat. And for whatever reason, we drive past probably like 30 of them. And then we see these little Caesars and we slam on the brakes and rip in there. Even though we passed like 30 different food places. We're like, man, pizza. And so we go there, we grab our pizza and we head to um, the festival grounds. And so we're sitting in line waiting for the gate to open. I guess not sitting in line. We were, because you don't want to stand in line. So everyone's kind of spread out in little groups. And so me and Lance are kind of standing there. And we notice people staring at us. Because you can tell like they're hungry because they're looking at us mowing down on these pizzas. And so that's how me and Lance made friends the second night. Um, these people from um, not where Chasing Summers, but the other way, closer to Saskatchewan. These two guys were like, hey, can we have some pizza? And we're like, okay, sure, have a couple slices. And then well, we get to know them while we're standing there. And we hung out with them all for day two. And the cool thing is they had VIP passes to the Bud Light Lounge, and me and Lance had regular VIP passes. And so we were in the VIP Bud Light Lounge fucking drinking. So Bud Lights were free in there, right? Mm-hmm. So we were just pounding these things back, and we're like, um, yeah, we're going to have to close it down. And we're like, I don't think we can stand up. Yeah. So yeah, we go to stand up, and of course, you're like two floors high, and it was just a disaster. <laughs> Here we are fucking, like, almost trying not to fall down these stairs, but we're heading down these stairs to because we want to get to the front before the show ends. Yeah. And so we get there. Actually, I forgot the most important part of this entire story. So it's, there's, like, there's thunder, it's raining, and it's extremely fucking windy out. And so, like, four or five hours before it's supposed to end, they have to shut it down. Because it was too windy and the thunder and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to hail. And you're in the middle of a festival grounds where there is next to zero for things to cover yourself with. Yeah. It's actually something that's not metal, so it doesn't get struck by lightning. And so literally me and Lance were standing out there just getting pelted by hail because there's nowhere to like go. People are like cramming in the porta potties. Like someone went and pushed um because there was a VIP bar. So they pushed the tables in. People were hiding underneath the little canopies. So that was completely full. And we're just like, you know what? We're going to survive. We'll just stay out here and be fine. So we're standing out there getting absolutely pelted by like rain and hail. And of course, we had these little shitty like dollar store ponchos that they were Mm -hmm. handing out at the gates. But me being the good guy, I gave mine away to some chick with like no shirt on. Yeah, good guy me. Found her later. That was fun. Um, I don't go into details about that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we shut up your imagination. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so yeah, they and the shitty part is my, f- I guess at my at the time it was my favorite artist in the world had just started, and he had to shut down early because of the storm, and so he had like 20 minutes of his set started then they just shut down. And so there's like a half hour. It was shut down. So only had like 10 minutes left. And I was really upset about that. And the worst part is near the end of like, it's starting to lighten up. So they were like sweeping off the stage and stuff and drawing it off. So people were making their way back to the stage and mm-hmm. me and Lance are over by the porta potties. So he goes in first and I'm there waiting and then I go in and the music starts. And then you can just hear a stampede of people running towards the stage. Because, you know, the DJ's back on. They're... Yeah. And then I open the door and, like, there used to be, like, a couple hundred people. And I'm the only person there. And I'm like, shit. There's, like, 10,000 people between me and Lance. Yeah. And it was, with me being a bigger person, it's easy to push my way to the front. It took me an hour and a half to get to him. Jesus. I made so many friends along the way that probably didn't help. I was stopping and talking to people, but yeah. I made a lot of friends. So that was my first ever year at Chasing Summer. We survived the freezing of the night. Me and Lance cuddled for body warmth. We survived <laughs> wind, hail, and lightning for day two. And then, yeah, severe drinking. Sounds like the plagues of Egypt, but Egypt pretty much. Version. Yeah, exactly. 
you know, that was a lot of fun. And that pretty much started me into my festivals. Wow. That yeah. was wild. Yeah. And the next story is even, is even wilder. Don't worry. But if you want to, we can rotate stories so you can do one now if you want. Um, or I can hop into my next one if you're not ready. It doesn't matter to me. Sure, go ahead. It's good to hear from Brody. Exactly. I don't, I don't talk a whole lot, so when I can, I like to yeah. talk. Yeah. Um, so not that I like who we went with, um, because it was the three main people that I usually go with. So it was me, Lance, and Justin, but we had the girlfriends with us. Um, and when I say girlfriends, none of us have girlfriends. Well, none of us have the same girlfriends anymore. Um, so that was already a shit show because we had all the girlfriends with us. Um, so we let my girlfriend at the time, I know she's a bitch. She doesn't listen to us anyways. So <laughs> she booked the hotel room at the time and we we're like, okay, whatever. It's, you know, midly priced, good rated. So we trusted her. We get to the hotel room. It's fucking disgusting. Like absolutely horrendous. And, um, it was already late enough because it's a long, well, it wasn't a long drive to Calgary, but we went after work. So it was already like five, six o'clock when we left town here. It's a two and a half, three hour drive if you have to stop. And so we get to town, it's already eight o'clock, eight, eight thirty ish. Um, we get to the hotel room and we, it takes us a while to like get there, get checked, well, checked in and air quotes, go see how disgusting it is and then leave immediately. Um, so at that point, it's already nine o'clock, right? So we're mm-hmm. scrambling, absolutely scrambling, because we had packed for being a hotel room, not yeah. having to, you know, have plan B, plan B, plan C. And so me and the guys were thinking, Kate, we immediately, we knew what we were doing, because we did the same thing that me and Lance did the first year. So we called um, the campground, those by the festival grounds, we called them, they had lots of tenting uh, slots open. So we're like, okay, cool. Me, Lance, and Justin hop in the vehicle, and we just fly to this campground. Actually, no. There was another couple with us. I, I, we don't, I don't talk to them, so I won't even name drop them at all. So, um, me, Lance, and Justin are in the one vehicle, and then the other couple that I won't mention are in another truck. They're following us all the way across town. You know, hopefully, you know how big the next city over is. Do, do have we name dropped it yet? Does it matter? What where we live? Yeah. I mean, they could probably find that out, but... Okay, well, anyways, so we're hauling ass across the city, and it's big. We're going from end to end, and it's it's late, so there's not much traffic is probably the best thing, because we're already flying through town at probably like a buck twenty. Um, and so we get to the campground, and we get, this, we get the site, but we don't have any camping gear, so this is... I'll backtrack a little bit for the, the girls' side of the story. So we get there, we have everything set, and our job was to make everything ready for the tents to get there, for the tarps to go up and everything. Um, because, again, it's fucking pouring rain out. And so, and then we order pizza. So we get everything set up. We move the picnic tables. We get everything set up. We get the vehicles parked. So we have lights, and we order pizza. And so flip back to the girls' side of the story. We left them at the hotel because they're trying to get the refunds for the hotel room and all that shit because, you know, mm-hmm. it's fucking gross. There were stains on the curtains, the walls, the sheets. Like it was, it was. I mean, terrible. I'm on a Taco Bell. I don't, I don't think it was Taco Bell. <laughs> but anyways, so they're getting their cash back, all that stuff, and they're going and they have an hour to get from there to the closest Walmart, Superstore, whatever it might be, and get tenting supplies. Mm-hmm. So all the money that we'd spent at the hotel, they go and they buy. They get tents, they get comforters, pillows, all that shit, right? Um, now that I think of it, that's the chasing summer that she broke up with me. But anyways, different. It's a story for later. Um, <laughs> now it's a super awkward part because there was another person there that I keep forgetting about um, that he's coming. So this is actually last chasing summer. So 2019 was this story. Um, so yeah, they get the tenting supplies and. They're driving. They're. I know who was driving, so they were going like seventy across town. We were almost double that. And what I heard later is it was pouring rain, and this was in my girlfriend's vehicle at the time. And she had the wipers at full blast, and both of her wipers fly off, <laughs> like gone, <laughs> like into the ditches across the highways, gone. And so 
she had to turn the wipers off and just drive through the rain where she is really bad at panicking for everything where I would have been like, okay, we're fine. I know where we're going. You can see the sides of the road kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so she slows down to like 60 and just like putsies across town. And meanwhile, we have no cover besides the vehicle. We have nothing to eat because we haven't eaten all day. We have nothing to drink because we drank all the alcohol already. Like This is for the guys. <laughs> and so we have nothing to do. We're sitting there bored of our fucking minds trying to stay Drunk warm. as fuck. <laughs> Absolutely fucking hammered. Once again, nothing new there. Waiting for the girls to get there. It was like 10.30 by the time they got to the campsite. And so it's meanwhile, like I said, it's absolutely pouring fucking rain. So the first thing we do is string the tarp across the trees to get some sort of coverage from the rain. Mm-hmm. And then we start like we break up into teams, right? So there's there's like ten. Well, no, there's nine of us because one guy came during day one. So there's nine of us and three tents to put up because you know three couples. Wait, no, what numbers? One, four couples. Four couples and one extra. I'm like, math? Um, myth. And so, myth. <laughs> so yeah, we do that. Wait, I'm going to think. We were five tents. Yeah, we had five tents. Oh, yeah. The lone person. Huh? One for the lone person. Yes. Yeah, because he came afterwards, but he set up his own tent. See, so, yeah, we get all the tents set up. And by the time we finish setting the tents up, move the vehicles, get the picnic tables, everything back to order, it's already like 1.30. And so we're all very cranky, and they're mad at us because we drank all of the alcohol already. And so... Hold on. I'm getting... Okay. No, anyways. Um, I was just reading what was in the Discord. Mm. So yeah, they're mad at us. We drank all the alcohol, and it's it's 1.30, and no one wants to leave to go get more. And so we just sit around drinking like the water that we have. And the guys are just getting cranky because we're sobering up. The girls are mad because they didn't have any alcohol to begin with. <laughs> and we're like, didn't we order pizza like three hours ago? <laughs> so yeah. we completely forgot about the pizza. The pizza guy got absolutely fucking lost in the campground. We don't get our pizza till like two o'clock. And by that point, we're all exhausted because we have to be up in eight hours to rave for 12 hours. Mm-hmm. and then even longer for like walking and after parties and shit so the girls go to bed right as the pizza gets there so <laughs> me and all the guys got all the alcohol we got all of the pizza and we're just having a great old time because <laughs> all of the guys get together or get along and we still do and all the girls like hated each other it was fucking weird mm-hmm. why we all went together but anyways all the guys had a great fucking time and so and that's this literally this isn't even day one yet. This is day zero of the festival. And so we wake up in the morning. Everyone's fucking bitchy and cranky because they're wet and they're cold. And I'm just up. I'm having a good time. Me and um, I guess me and myself, because no one else is a morning person. Out of the nine people, only I'm the only morning person. Mm-hmm. That's like me and all my friends. No one else likes mornings besides me. Yep. Um and so I'm sitting out there enjoying like the nice quiet morning. Like it's nice and not cold, but it's like maybe like 10 degrees. So it's not warm. It's not cold. I'm enjoying the birds are chirping. The sun's out. Like I'm just enjoying myself. And then the one person I don't want to come out first wakes up first. I'm like, fuck me. Mm-hmm. And that's Lance's girlfriend at the time. Oh boy. Yeah. She wakes up first and I'm like, ah, I can't escape. <laughs> So yeah, that was pretty fucking terrible. Um, you want to go in detail or just leave that? I'll leave it at that. I don't want to, you know. <laughs> I know that neither Lance nor her w- listens to this, so I don't really have to go into more detail. But uh, we're sitting there talking. Well, as much as I want to talk to her, we're talking there for a bit, listening to music quietly so not to disturb anyone because it's early. It's only like 8 o'clock. We have a few hours till the festival doors even open. So me and her just hanging out there. She's getting dressed, putting all of her makeup and shit on for the festival and all of her rave gear. And and then my girlfriend and her sister wake up and they start doing the same. And then the other couple does that. And then Lance gets out. Well, actually, no. Lance doesn't get out till like an hour before the festival. And we're literally dragging his ass out of the tent because he won't wake up. 
so yeah, we're all ready to go, and Lance is still fucking sleeping. So we first go and kick the tent over to get him up, and he wakes up, and well, he's a guy, so it takes him thirty seconds to pull out his gear on. Um, and then we load up, head off first. You know, it's eleven o'clock, no one's eaten yet. We go to the liquor store first, of course, right? You know, <laughs> makes sense, reasonable. Yeah, and then literally across the street was a Tim Hortons, so we kind of planned that, right? So we hit Tim's. We eat, and then we head to the festival grounds. Um, and I forgot to say what happened before all of this. A week before Chasing Summer, I had my major surgery. So I'm already in excruciating amounts of pain, and all of this is happening. And so day one of Chasing Summer, I knew I was going to be very fucking sore, but I wanted to try and endure it. So I was at the front for a while. I was you know, getting my groove on. I was dancing around, rocking out, having a good time as much as I could before my pain top was what? Groovy baby. <laughs> Groovy baby. So I was I was enjoying myself until my pain got too bad and then I went and sat down. So it was like an hour and a half in before everyone started like getting closer to the stage, like the bigger names got on. So I was enjoying myself and then I went and sat on the hill where all the stoners were, which is whatever. I fit in there. Um definitely didn't need any pain meds. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I sat on the hill for a while, kind of by myself, because, I don't know, there was still that really awkward tension in the group, because shortly after this, um, my girlfriend left me, Lance and his girlfriend broke up, Justin and his girlfriend broke up, and then it was a weird like mix-up situation there, but whatever, and so it was kind of weird, because we all had our own little separate groups, and then there was just me way off in the distance on the hill, by myself completely. <laughs> and then... Um, yeah, day one kind of went by nothing really um, amazing happened. Um, a really good DJ headline in the first day, so about I had to prepare myself mentally for like two DJs to like get up and then get towards the front of the stage near where Lance was. So <laughs> it took me an entire DJ set to even get up and go towards the crowd and then another whole DJ to get into the crowd. Because mean, you know, I had major surgery and I'm very sore and in a lot of pain, so I don't want, I don't move very fast. I stay close to the bathroom, shit like that. So I go to the bathroom, I get myself hyped up. I'm like, I can do this, I can do this, and then I just start walking towards where I know that Lance is, and I get to where I think he is, and he is not there. I'm like, shit, I'm alone <laughs> in the middle of this crowd, and everyone around me is like, looks like they're 17 feet taller than me, and I'm like, now I can't see anyone. And so it's kind of weird. I'm, I was trying to like nudge the guy in front of me because he's like six foot seven. I was I was nudging him, and he kind of turned around and I asked him if he can see someone with like a black like fuzzy hood because that's what Lance was wearing. And he's like, "Yeah, he's way over there." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I somehow went all the way through one end to the other, all the way through the crowd, and not even towards the front where I was supposed to go. I'm like, "That's amazing." <laughs> And so I, I am some good drugs, <laughs> but that's the thing is I wasn't even, well, I was not high on pain meds. That probably could have been it. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, shit, I got to do this again. And I start weaving my way through. I get to where I can see him, but there's like a couple people like between us. So I yell for him and he turns around. And so we literally lock arms. And he just pulls me through. Everyone just kind of like, I push everyone out of my way and just go up to where he is. Because he knows that I can't really force my way through. Because mm-hmm. um, in case someone elbows me and you know I, I die of bleeding out. But um, I get to the front. Steve Aoki comes on. Uh, it was absolutely phenomenal. I loved every minute of that. Um, we almost got caked. I don't know if you know who. Like I don't know if you've seen Steve Aoki, li- Steve Aoki live. But he throws cakes into the crowd. Like, full-on, like, birthday cakes. He two-hand overhead throws them into the crowd. And there was a chick beside us that was on this dude's shoulders. Literally face, like, into the cake. Perfect. Nose bleeding everywhere. She flies off this guy's shoulders. Like, literally, I could... It was... I can't describe it. It was so fucking funny. Like, blood was everywhere. Because her nose is burst wide open. And she's like three people back on the floor. And so um, 
Steve like goes backstage and like gets a bunch of merch for her and like gives it to her because he feels really bad, of course, right? Didn't mean to knock her the fuck out, like yeah. And so he goes back there and gets his merch and gives it to her and goes on with his set. And there was another one that was thrown really close to my girlfriend's sister at the time. Because she really wanted to get caked. That was the one reason she wanted to go, was just to see Steve Aoki live and get caked. And she didn't. She was bummed out. But she almost got hit. She got, like, the splatter of it. It was kind of hilarious. Um, and that sounds really bad out of context. Um, anyways. So that was day one after Steve Aoki Chainsmokers was on. That's They're, like, the band that I can, like, mellow out and be myself. Their songs... All their songs hit close to home, especially what happened the week before and the week before my surgery. When see that was the, really the weird thing is me and my girlfriend had planned on chasing summer for a while, like as a year in advance thing, and she left me two weeks before chasing summer, which is the week before my surgery because she had planned to come with me. But whatever, that's bygones. Um, so it was really weird because me and the guy we met there for day one has been a friend of mine for a very long time. Um, Brian, whatever he can. There's a lot of Brian's in the world. Good luck finding him. Um, so me, Lance, and Brian have been friends for a very long time. So has Justin. And so me and Brian were actually supposed to share a tent, but he had a single man tent. Me and him were like literally shoulder to shoulder to like tent wall to tent wall, and so really uncomfortable, right? And so, and my girlfriend at the time knew I wasn't getting sleep because, of course, I wasn't. Me and him had no nowhere to move and yeah. he snores worse than i do love the guy but he snores worse than i do <laughs> and so i didn't sleep at all for those like two three days we were there and it didn't help like be coming out of the hospital i didn't sleep in general and the pain meds i wasn't sleeping so i first didn't like sleep very very well for like two weeks and she was like, why don't you just come sleep? Because her and her sister had this giant, like, 18-person tent. And it was just the two of them in there. And we're like, you guys are fucking assholes. <coughs> Their tent took up, like, most of the campsite. And so she's like, why don't you come sleep in here? See if you can get a better sleep. And it was hella weird because her sister was in there. And, like, she slept, both of them slept with headphones in. And I'm just sitting there just, like, looking at the roof of the tent. And I'm like... Yeah, this is really fucking boring. Because, of course, when it was me and Brian in the tent, I just kind of left and went and sat on the picnic table. And I was at the furthest corner away from the tent, the tent door, and I couldn't crawl over her to get out. So I'm just sitting there like, uh-huh, really fucking bored. And of course, my phone is at the other corner of the tent charging, so that's where the power cord is, right? Mm-hmm. I had nothing to do, absolutely bored. So I'm pretty sure I just bored myself to sleep. I slept for like a few hours and then day two was just fucking grueling for me because everyone was fucking arguing and bitching and because we were supposed to go to a Jonas Blue after party um, after day one and mm-hmm. half of us wanted to go to Jonas Blue, the other half wanted to go to, I don't remember who, but it was someone else. And of course we couldn't decide and no one wanted to share vehicles with everyone else. So no one went to an after party. So already people were fucking bitchy and annoying and I just wanted to be left alone because mm-hmm. I didn't want to go to one either because I couldn't because yeah. I didn't really want to. And, oh, I forgot to mention before, but while I was at the front of the stage, there was this little um, this little lady beside me and she was how tall she was. Her elbows were on the rail and just the way her elbows were, it was perfectly into my one incision. Like literally could not have been more perfect. The height she was at. So the entire time she was moving around and every time she moved, her elbow went deeper and deeper into my wound. So that was fantastic. Ow. And so the next morning I couldn't barely move because everything hurt. And yeah. Of course, pain meds had wore off that night before and all that fun shit. So I was, for once, I was bitchy in the morning. And I'm glad no one was up for a while because everyone else went to bed yelling and screaming at each other. And so we woke up in, like, stages. Like, I knew someone was waking up because the tent door was opening. So I immediately just walked away to the bathrooms. I'm like, I ain't dealing with that, whoever the fuck it is. I don't even know. So I walk away. I go to the bathroom. I shower and all that stuff. And then I take my sweet t- I take the long way to get back. So I was gone for like an hour and a half and then like everyone's up when I got back and no one's talking to each other. So it was really awkward. And then 
day two honestly just kind of sucked. Um, day two was Jonas Blue, and I met up with some more people I knew were there, so that was kind of good for me. And day two was mainly I needed to sit down so I didn't pass out and die. So I pretty much forced myself to eat food and sit on the hill and drink water. So I made it through, but fucking barely, that's for sure. So that's why I'm going to go absolutely fucking hard for chasing summer this upcoming year. Because it was canceled this year. Yeah. But that's, yeah, that's my second fun chasing summer story. Well, I guess it wasn't fun for me, but, you know, <laughs> surgery and all, but that was, mm-hmm. that was, was my it? long rambles. But was it worth it? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> See, that's that, that type of environment where... You know, literally you walk through the doors into the festival grounds and it's like all hatred, all like anger stays at the door. Everyone is like complimenting each other. Like everyone's hugging everyone. Like, you can talk to literally anyone and carry on a conversation. Everyone's like on the same family. vibe. Yeah. Everyone's on the same vibe level of, level as you. People are dancing with you. Like you can do whatever you want. Like that's the year that pot was legalized over in alberta here so everyone's passing around joints like we're just having a dandy old time and that's that's the environment i want to be in like all the time but that's Mm -hmm. not really how the world works that's just how certain times work which is kind of shitty but that's you gotta take the good where you can i'll just make a small vibe community only vibes allowed good vibes only on the door yeah I wish. That'd honestly be fantastic. I mean, I rambled for like, how long has it been? I've been talking. It's been a while. 36 minutes. Jesus. <laughs> we can have a podcast. Just, we, literally, we could like end it here and be my Chasing Summer stories. That's a very long episode. I'll probably just retitle this as your rave stories. You probably could because we have an episode about that we could just take out. That's number one. Yeah. Um, any other stories you want to go into about that then? Um, I can talk about a sound. Ooh, I don't know if I should talk about the sound wave story. Um, I probably could. It involves Evan. Um, so <laughs> sound wave is another city over. It's in Edmonton, right? So it's in the West Ed Mall. For those of you who know Alberta and shit like that, so this festival is in the water park. So you can either be in like the wave pool, or you can be on like the side side cement whatever the fuck you want to call it like the non-pool area whatever and so pool this was, there you go this was evan's first festival this was mine and lance's mm-hmm. second one and so this this story starts off it's an absolute shit show already um because this is when i was back living with my parents and so i told everyone to stay the night because it was me lance evan and lance's girlfriend at the time Excuse me. And so we stayed over because we wanted to leave super early because it's a much a six-ish hour drive to get to Edmonton from here. So we we go to sleep well very very late because we were up partying the night before because you know festival weekend you just get absolutely hammered. So we go to the liquor store before we go pre-drinking. We buy three cases of Bud Light apples. Okay, I think I've told you the story. Um, so we yeah. buy a shit ton of Bud Light apple. And we have Evan's vehicle, which she doesn't have anymore. Um, we load the vehicle up with all of his booze, all of our clothes, our rave stuff, and we hit the road, right? So I think we hit the road right and almost exactly at 6 o'clock. We hit the highway after Tim's and making sure the vehicle's good and all that. So I'm driving because I'm the team driver. I don't know why. I always have been. Um, and so we hit the road immediately as soon as we get past city limits you can hear the bottle start cracking open i'm like here we go so me lance evan and lance's girlfriend all have one already it's literally we literally just woke up it's maybe like 6 15 by the time we get out of city limits and we cheers to the weekend all that fun stuff raw raw and 6 15 we have our first beer immediately the second round comes out and then the third round and the fourth round, and then like the tenth round, and I stop after five because you don't know, have to drive. So drink um, responsibly, everyone. Yes, I drink. I stop after. Yeah, don't. I was dumb back then. 
I stopped after a few and switched back to coffee to try and stabilize myself. Um, and meanwhile, they're just fucking pounding these things back. And I, me knowing that we were going to drink and stuff, I took back roads all the way up there. So we're kind of avoiding like the beaten path and all that stuff. So we're going through these back roads and it's kind of foggy and we're nearing one of the cities between here and um, Edmonton. We're kind of at like the quarter waypoint and it's foggy. So I go to round the corner and all of a sudden there's just a giant fucking thud. I'm like, Oh boy, <laughs> what the hell just happened? And yeah, so I didn't stop right away. Cause we're in the middle of the highway and it's foggy. So you can't really pull, like you can't see where pull offs are and shit like that. So mm-hmm. it's, we're five minutes from the city. So we go in, we get to the gas station and we stop. And as soon as the fog clears, I see this feather on like the outside of the windshield. I'm like, what the fuck did you hit? <laughs> and so I go, they go inside, they go to the bathroom, they grab drinks and stuff. And I go around to the front of the grill and there's this bird stuck <laughs> head first into the fucking grill. <laughs> Oh God! And of course, it's dead. It's fucking yeah. super dead. Yeah. So, me not being scared, I just grab it out and throw it in the garbage, clean the blood off, get the feathers away. But I left. I didn't realize that I left one or two on the windshield. They were stuck in the windshield wipers, and so the entire way there, the things was flapping, hitting the windshield. That's all I fucking see. Oh and God. so. By the time we get to where we were, they're already a case and a half in. And think, it's only an hour and a half from where we are-ish. And they're already a case and a half done. And so they're fucking re- like retardedly drunk already. Well not, well, not really. Some of them are. And mm. so we finish the drive. We get all the way to Edmonton. I'm absolutely exhausted. They're just roaring to go. And so we meet, actually, a really good friend of mine that I met in Mexico she lives up there, so we met her there at the mall. We went and got food, um, and then we walked around the mall. I almost convinced her to come to Soundway with us. It didn't work completely. She was really close. Um, but So, yeah, we walked around. We went and got Lance's girlfriend a swimsuit, and we just did some regular shopping. And then we head to the hotel room. We get everything checked in, stuff put away, and... We continue. Well, they continue to drink. I read. I and I start drinking again. Um, so literally, the only time they stopped drinking this entire day was the time we walked around the mall. Because when we had food, they also got drinks. I had a Caesar with my food. That's that's usually me. That's what I do. Um, and so we get back to the hotel room. We're drinking hard because there's another. Gr- there's two other groups of people that we went with. And then we all converge into one hotel room. So there's like 30 of us in this one hotel room for like four people. (laughs) And we literally hotboxed the entire room. It was fantastic. Um, So we did that. Everyone starts calming down. We just start calling cabs and stuff. It's just getting closer to 10 o'clock when it starts. So... We get the sober people to go outside the room to call because it's extremely loud in there. So I think it was me, Evan, and then I think Lance's girlfriend. We were all outside calling because there's a lot of us. So we order six of the van cabs. That was fun to try and like get ordered and organized. I bet. And so we get everyone down to the front lobby. We're like, it's like we're sheep herders at this point. We herd the first six into the front van. They go off to them. Well, actually, we tell everyone to wait. So they pull ahead. So we get the second van in. We load six more people. They pull ahead. So we load all the vehicles up. And then we realize that it's, I'm just standing there, and there's no more room in the vans. I'm like, um, oh, shit. That didn't plan this very well. So a good thing there was another cab pulling up with some other people that I had no idea who the hell they were, but they were also going to Soundwave. So I'm like, can I jump in with you guys? And they're like, yeah, sure. I paid for the cab ride and everything. Um, no idea who they were, still don't know who they are. I introduced myself and they told me who they were. And then we got out of the cab and went separate ways. So we all get there. We get into Soundwave. It's an absolute shit show getting in there because there's so many people. There's mm-hmm. a small venue. Um, so we're all herding like cows through the check gates, getting padded down, getting our tickets checked and all that fun stuff. Get into the locker rooms, get changed, get your rave gear on. Full RGB, you know, kind of shit. 
Um, we get in there, and then immediately all 30 of them are already at the bar. I'm like, oh, my God, guys, stop. Because <laughs> I already turned into Team Dad at this point when there's so many people that are already drunk. Yeah. Um, and so I'm trying to, like, wrangle them all together, you know, get them get them to either the water or to where the stage is so I can keep an eye on them. Mm-hmm. So this, it went from zero to a hundred in like three seconds. It felt like, cause I was with the main bunch. We were at the front of the gates on like the pool deck, as you said, except for the name of it. Um, so we were at the front. I could see like the few of them that were in the water, you know, making, making friends and all that stuff. And so I'm like, okay, I want to go get something to drink. So I tell them to sit the fuck still and stay here, right? That was my first mistake, is leaving them. Because I was dying of thirst. So I went and got a couple water bottles. And then on the way back, I see Evan wandering around, like, over to the right. I see four people just wandering around to the left. And I get to the front, and there's no one there. And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) I'm like, at this point, do I even care anymore? And so I stay there for a while. I'm like, I already walked around. My feet are sore. So I sit there. I enjoy one of the DJs and like one and a half of them. I have my water bottles and then I'm like, okay, I have to go find them. I found, and Evan can attest for this. I found Evan in the middle of fucking nowhere for some reason. He's just sitting there. He's not having a good time, which is really unfortunate. Like The sound wave kind of turned him off to the whole festival thing, but that's kind of... You take it as it goes, and then I go and find the rest of them, and then while I'm finding the rest of them, I don't know if I should really say this part of the story, but we're going to say it anyways. Um, I find this random chick, and so she's just, like not having a good trip, so I'm sitting there talking to her, and we're having this conversation, and then she just leans in and kisses me. I'm like, okay, whatever shit happens. And then I did not realize that she had um, a bunch of, like, so she had an acid tablet on her tongue, which, oh, hold on. Peter turned off. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Okay, just making sure. So she had this acid towel on her tongue. And while she was kissing me, she transferred it to me. And I didn't know it at first. But then I opened my mouth and I could see this little sticker. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And then I immediately I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and I went from team coach to like, please kill me mode. <laughs> I immediately lost all knowledge of who I was and where I was. MVP got knocked down. Oh, literally. And she just takes off. And then I went from like really good mood to bad mood to very bad mood very quickly. Because I had no idea where anyone was. And I had no one to help me. It was probably the worst part. I had no one to like make sure I was okay. Besides me thinking I'm okay, right? And so... We it's like three or four or five DJs later, and I'm still in the exact same spot as where I was when I started, but I had no idea where I was, right? Mm-hmm. And so I get up and I'm kind of wandering around because I'm thirsty again. So I make my way to the bar and I order a water bottle and I give this guy a 20 and just grab the bottle and walk away. I gave him a $17 tip. <laughs> I guess I must have been happy that night. I'll- he knew I was, he he was looking at me and I was like looking through him and he knew I was fucked up and I'm like, I just need this water bottle. And so I grabbed it and leave. It was so worth it. I needed that so much. I was so dehydrated. Uh, Yeah. And so I find this weird tree to sit by because there's little like palm trees along the the deck there. And so I sit down and I'm just zonked. I'm absolutely like tripping balls and a couple more DJs go by and I start to sober up and I look to my right and there's Evan. And I'm like, when the fuck did you get here? I'm like, I've been here the entire time. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> so apparently the entire time I was sitting beside Evan had no idea. <laughs> and I, I was a mess. So there was a couple of DJs till the end. So me and Evan kind of sat there and I talked to him and, he was telling me how he wasn't really feeling the vibe of the whole place and all that stuff. So me and him, we went to the back where it was a little bit quieter and we could still see it and kind of hear it, but it was more of just me and him there. There was no one else around us. And so we were just vibing there doing our thing. And 
it ended. And so everyone met at our, like, I, of course, we're smart. This is with any festival, any group you ever go anywhere with. You make a designated spot to meet if something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Or at the end of the show, whatever. So me and Evan were always near the rendezvous point in case something went wrong and someone was there that I knew so we could help them and whatnot. So we met there after and I took like a damage report. Everyone was fucked up. One person was bleeding. I was dying. It was a bad time. It was still really good. Don't get me wrong. It was a really bad time. It was a good time, um, but it was a bad time. Oh yeah. So we get outside. It's three in the morning. Cause that festival is a really odd timed one. It takes mm-hmm. us an hour to get cabs. And then it's already like, it's four o'clock. By the time we get everyone into their rooms, it's like 4.30. We ended up with like a bunch of people in wrong rooms and whatnot, but whatever. Um, yeah. And me, me, Evan, Lance, and Lance's girlfriend ended up back in our room. Um, me, for some reason, I went to get into bed, missed the bed, slept between the beds. So Evan had the bed to himself, and there's Lance and his girlfriend to, I guess, my left. Evan is my right. And so it's, it's morning. I feel like absolute death, but I'm sober. And so I leaned up to see what's going on right as Lance rolls over and full force, not knowing I was a, like leaning forward, full force swings his leg around, kicks me square in the head, and I go back to sleep. <laughs> you can attest for that. Not a word of a fucking lie. Do you remember that? I remember... No, well, I remember leaning up and then waking back up. So I remember leaning forward, and then I remember waking up like an hour and a half later with an absolute terrible headache. I'm like, what the hell just happened? And then they told me what happened, and so uh, I was just an absolute mess that the morning after. So I couldn't drive back because a terrible headache, and I was coming off of this extreme high, and yeah. everyone else was like coming off of being drunk. So Evan drove back, and... It was oh, it was such a long day afterwards, but that was year three of Soundwave, I think. Well then, yeah. That's... And you and you want me to experience this? Yes. Yes. Well, mainly because Soundwave has changed a lot of how they do things, so it's a lot more organized. Hmm. So it'd be not bad. Yeah, what we've heard at least. Because that would suck if I had a uh, experience like Evan and then didn't want to go back. <laughs> yeah. See, Evan wants to come to Chasing Summer because I told him it's much, much, much better and it's a lot bigger. Yeah. You can go do your own thing, and they have yeah. bouncy castles at Chasing Summer too. <laughs> so that's a bonus. Bunch of high drunk adults in bouncy castles. That seems. Or safe. you can go to the silent disco. So literally, you go there and they hand you these headphones, and you just dance around like there's no loud music there's all this you're you have your headphones on and you're just there yeah. dancing just it's, it's, just why exactly but yeah no that's those are my memorable festival stories vibin has entered my vocabulary since i met you so yeah and it's it's a real word not a word of a lie it is real it's a mood it's just vibin just vibin but yeah, no, that's... That and... was... Go ahead. I was just going to say, and that was 52 minutes of Brody talking. <laughs> I realize it is yeah, already 9 o'clock. But yeah, yep. no, it's, there's definitely going to be a lot more festival stories to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got Soundwave in a couple, <clears throat> actually, in less than a month now. October 3rd, uh, yes. And then Chasing Summer next year, because it was cancelled this year, but more festival stories to come for sure. Mm-hmm. And see, that's that's uh, one thing I look forward to is like the <clears throat> once COVID lifts and stuff, making those memories and then being able to like tell them on a platform like this, I think is really a unique opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, everyone can hear about how Brody was drugged. Yes. Sorry, mom. <laughs> I mean, he didn't really do it. <laughs> no, 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 <clears throat> but still, that crazy bitch. Yup. 
Yeah, no. Do you want to? Would you like to wrap it then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, we could go into another hour of what the episode was initially about, but I feel like this took a good turn, gave you an opportunity yeah. to talk. Um, you love to see it. So yes, this episode initially was something else, but uh, I hope you enjoyed Brody's rave stories because that's what it uh, turned into. Um, Hopefully you enjoyed hearing them as well. Yeah. Uh, actually, before we do close things off, do you have any advice for like people who are like possible first time like uh, into the scenes of festivals? Do you have any? Um, I can advice? sum it up because I could talk about like first timers for like a half hour. Um, mm. If it's your first time, go over prepared. Never go under prepared. So Don't take your Advil in case you need it. Take your headphones, your earplugs in case you need it. Pack a hydration pack. Pack snacks. Like go over prepared and make sure you always, always, always have water. If you go with a group, have a group leader. If like have like a meeting point, have a way to communicate if something goes wrong. Like always know where like so. If you know someone's at the front of the stage and someone else wanders off, make sure you know where they're going. And if they're not back in like 10 to 15 minutes, go where they were going. Because you never know what can happen at a festival. Usually it's not malicious, but they could have like met a friend. They could have found someone they haven't talked to in a long time. But mm-hmm. always have like a buddy system if you're going to the bathroom. Um, yeah. If you're getting food, take someone with you. Um, but always plan everything ahead just in case. Mm. And then I think the biggest thing is yeah, have water and always have a buddy with you. Yeah, because you want to have fun, but you also want to be safe. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Very good. Very good. Then. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Listening to these stories make me excited and a little bit nervous about my first festival. <laughs> whether it's, I might be going to the one in October with Brody, and uh, well, you heard Lance or the stories those two guys. Um, and if not, I'm sure another one will arrive in the future that I can go to, but, um, thank you for sharing your insane stories. Yes. Yeah. Thanks Um, for listening. It was a lot of, it brought back a lot of good memories. I had a smile on my face this whole episode because it's good to recall all this stuff. Yeah. I know Brody misses his festivals. I miss concerts and stuff, so I can kind of relate there. Um, but it's always good, whether it's, you know, um, metalheads, whether it's, you know, EDM listeners, it's always good to find your little niche, your little community, if you will, um, that you can enjoy something with. It's always nice. It's always good to see. Yeah. But without any um, further distractions, I guess we can kind of wrap her up here. Yeah. Um, there will hopefully question mark be a poll up on uh, facebook in the next day or two um if you haven't voted you'll probably have about a day or so by the time this goes live so go get those last votes in um but yeah other than that where can they find us on social media brody yeah so hopefully facebook agrees with us and lets us do our poll so that'll be up on the facebook there we'll find two episodes to pit together probably the one we were supposed to do today but took a little bit of a turn so that'll be pitted against something there's some water Um, there (laughs) no i had some i literally just had a drink um other than that we have our instagram and our twitter as well um I'm, i'm gonna see if i have some pictures of like me and the guys in our festival attire and some just festival pictures I'll see if I can get around to posting those. I think it'd be interesting for you guys to see, put some pictures to like the episode I was talking about. So I'll try mm-hmm. and do that in a couple of days here. I know I'm going back to work, so we'll see. Um, other than those, for our listening platforms, is always we're on Spotify and Apple Music. And then whatever we're doing with Google or YouTube, whatever the fuck that's going to be, or Anchor FM, there's all those listening platforms through them. Other than those, we have our Redbubble for our merch and our Patreon if you're so inclined to do that. And then hopefully soon we'll be back to live streaming. That is the dream here once everything gets settled down between me and Brian's lives and we can get back to that. What does settle down mean? I don't know. We'll get there one day. Yeah. 
slowly but surely we will make this um, more organized, more, um, I don't know, I guess just more personal between us and you guys. Yeah. Nice for you to see our faces, I guess, and interact with you on streams uh, so that it'll come back um, eventually. But for now, thank you all for your support. Thank you for checking out the podcast. Thank you for interacting on social media. And I hope you guys enjoyed the episode, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye now.